If you have ever asked the question, why? Like, why me? Why this? Why now? Why? I bet I know something about your life, something that was going on in your life at the time. I bet something was not going the way that you wanted. Because we don't ask the question why when things go the way that we want, you know, like, oh, why did I win the lottery? <laughs> or uh, why did we win that game? Or why are my children so well behaved? Why is my marriage going so well? <laughs> we, don't, uh, we don't question those moments. When things are going well, it's only when something is not going well. Um, why did I lose my job? Why is there so much pain? Why is there so much hurt? Why did the accident happen? Why did someone I love have to die long before I was ready to say goodbye to them? Why? Jesus' disciples asked Jesus that question one day. In the Gospel of John, they came across a man who was blind from birth, and they wanted to know, well, why did this happen? And in particular, they wanted to know, did somebody mess up? Did somebody sin? Was God punishing this person or punishing this person's parents? So this is, this is how it goes. As Jesus went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. Having said this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was, others said, no, he only looks like him, but he himself insisted, I am that man. How then were your eyes opened, they demanded. He replied, the man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash, so I went and washed, and then I could see. Well, where is this man, they asked him. <laughs> so they want to know why this happened. Why the pain? Why the suffering? And in particular, was God punishing them? Was God angry at them? And Jesus said no. He said, no, this, this happened. Interesting answer. So that the work of God could be displayed in his life. And just, and just think about how that happened. Um, if God never allows this man to be born blind, and that's something we can say about all suffering in the world, is that God allows it to happen. He's not the cause of the suffering. But obviously, he allows it to happen. There's suffering he doesn't stop. But if God never allows this man to be born blind, then the disciples never ask about him. If the disciples never ask about him, then Jesus never heals him. And if Jesus never heals him, then so many people never ask the question, where is this man who heals? Then so many people never end up finding the God who heals. Jesus allowed the circumstances in this man's life to be as they were so that the world would have an opportunity to see how great, how great he is. He wanted, he used this suffering to help people find God. My friends, you know, we live in a world in which it is so, so difficult to see God. There is so much pain, there's so much hurt, there's so much sin. There's such a lack of good things that it's difficult just with our eyes and as we go through life to find God. And so God uses the things that are already present to help us, to help us find him. You know, the, the only thing, the only way, that there is one particular way that God promises to use all of our suffering and all of our hurt. In John chapter, in John chapter 14, Jesus invited us to pray for whatever we want. Whatever we want. Uh, and then he told us exactly how he is going to answer all those prayers when he says, 
He said, I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. In other words, whatever is going on in your life, whatever it is you're praying for, whether it turns out just the way you're hoping or it turns out the, the exact opposite, whether it's really easy, which probably isn't the case if you're praying about it, or if it really hurts, whether it's little suffering or a lot of suffering, there is one way that it is guaranteed to turn out. In some way, it's going to shine the spotlight on God. God is going to use your suffering to shine the spotlight on him. There is no possible outcome. And that highlights a very important truth about all of our lives. Your life is not about you. It's about God. Would you just repeat after me? My life is not about me. My life is about God. My life is not about me. My life is all about God. Or another way to say it, your life is a work of God. Your life is a work of God. In some way, however you are hurting, and whatever you see in the world, place that hurt into the hands of God. And you will see, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, maybe next month, maybe not until you get to heaven, that God used your suffering in the same way that he promises to use every other aspect of your life to help somebody else see God. Because your life is a work of God. Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Thanks for making it all the way to the end of this podcast. We at Time of Grace have so many resources to help you in your walk of faith. Whether it's our TV program, to our written devotions, Grace Talks video devotions, to podcasts, to more podcasts, to still other podcasts, to our blog, to countless books. Uh, we're working as hard as we can to help you stay connected to Jesus and his amazing grace. If you're interested in connecting with God's word every day, just go to timeofgrace.org to sign up for our daily email. And may God bless you today.